morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me. Just now leaving Muay Thai. Got my butt kicked, which I love. Hit me with this crazy, like, it was almost like a spinning sidekick, man. Holy smokes. Got me right in the ribs. Oh, that's going to hurt tomorrow. My body is sore, bro. My body is sore. I mean, dude, I've trained twice a day every day for quite some time, man. I've been going ham. I've been going ham. I'm just I'm just trying to turn myself into an animal. I'm 31. I think by 33, I think 33, 34, 35, 36, 37 is going to be like my prime for sure. Maybe even, I mean, I'm still going to be in amazing shape up through my 40s, 50s, and 60s, but I, I think, I, my opinion, my gut feeling is like the next five years of my life are going to be my prime. Five to seven years, you know, um, so long as I can stay healthy and uninjured and um, keep my head in the right spot, I really do have a feeling I'm about to peak, like superhuman freak peak, you know what I mean? I've had such a temptation to run a little bit of gear. I mean, I'm on test, you know, but I'm on a, such a low dose. I'm on like 125 a week. Um, and, uh, and uh, sorry, I'm waving this guy on. I was just thinking like, dude, what if I ran some trend? <laughs> we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that because that will definitely shorten things, the lifespan. Um, man, he got me really good in the ribs. I'm just now starting to feel that every time I breathe. I hope it didn't crack any. Um, boy. That hurts. Um, <laughs> it's like hard to concentrate. Fuck, I don't know. Here I am talking about staying healthy and I've got cracked ribs. Um, oh, it hurts to breathe in like that. Ow. Oh no. What have I done? I think I made him mad because I, I got him with the, and when I say I got him, I probably didn't. I felt like I got him with a nice right hook. Um, but yeah, I feel like the next couple of years are going to be my product, not just physically, but also I feel like in my business life, um, I feel like things are about to really, really take off. Um, like really take off and I'm excited for it, man. I just, it's just, I have a feeling, you know what I mean? That Boston song. <laughs> I just have a feeling, man. Um, it's it's the feeling you get. Where does that feeling come from? It's the feeling you get from just years of doing the right things over and over and over and over again every single day. It's like it's inevitable. It's inevitable. It has to happen. It's like a law. Like if I drop a book off the Empire State Building, it's going to hit the ground. You know what I mean? You do the distance formula. D equals VIT plus one half AT squared. Yeah. That's, that's the distance formula. If you want to figure out how long it would take for that book to hit the ground, the height of the building, you know that acceleration due to gravity is 9.81 meters per second squared. Plug it all into the formula. Boom. It's just a law. And it's like I've been plugging variables. I've been plugging it in my formula every single day, every single day. So now it's just a matter of time. Like I've been doing it every single day now for years. The right things. So it's just inevitable. I wanted to touch on um, reinventing yourself. I had a good question about this the other day from somebody. 
reinventing yourself. Um, you know, maybe you come from a rough background, a really rough, rough background, and maybe um, your life hasn't been good up until this point. Maybe it's not even that. Maybe you're just deeply unhappy with where you're at. You're not where you thought you would be. And you realize that you need to make some major changes in yourself. And that's good. That's the first step. But to reinvent oneself um, is a difficult, long process. And it's also painful. Like they say that the... It's painful self-discovery uh, and changing oneself because the man is both the marble and the sculptor. So you're chiseling away at yourself. You know what I mean? And that's painful. I think the first step... So can you reinvent yourself and become a completely different person? I think so, yes. I'm a very different person than I was 10 years ago. Very different. There are still some things that will always be the same about me as a person and will always be the same about you as a person, but I do believe that we can make a massive amount of change. You've ever met somebody and seen them years and years later and they're a completely different person? That's possible. It's very possible. So I think number one is understanding yourself. You can't reinvent yourself unless you first understand yourself as a person. You need to know what your what makes you tick. You need to know what your pitfalls are. You need to analyze your habits. You need to to understand yourself is it's it's not something that I can really just easily define. You have to spend a massive amount of time in self-reflection. And most people don't ever think about themselves, right? Other than, oh, where am I, what am I going to eat and who am I going to have sex with? Like, that's just most people, right? Um, where's my next comfort? Where's my next next escape? They, they, they spend no time thinking about themselves and why they are the way that they are. So step one to reinventing yourself is to understand yourself. And that comes from a massive amount of deep introspection. I think journaling is very important because journaling allows you to pick up on your trends, your habits, what you, your patterns, you know what I mean? Often it's like you can't see the whole forest if you're standing in it, right? So the journal is kind of like putting that whole forest on a map and being able to look at a bird's eye view. It's like, okay, I noticed that when I need to do something I'm not familiar with, I have a tendency to make, this isn't me at all, but I'm just saying, I have a tendency to make excuses to get out of it. You know, I, I told myself I was going to start Muay Thai, I got nervous, and you know, all of a sudden my knee pain flared up, or uh, all of a sudden that day I got too busy to go, and I've noticed this through journaling that this is a, this is a habit of mine, right? This, again, not me, I don't have that problem at all. <laughs> I'm saying this is an example for maybe some of you. <clears throat> so, now step one is understanding yourself through deep introspection, and, and journaling is a great tool. What, what is journaling? Just write, dude. Just at the end of every day, even if it's 10 minutes, just write things out. How did you feel? What did you do? What went well? What didn't go well? What's on your mind? Just write it all out. That's how I was able to understand how my moods cycle. I was able to understand how my moods cycle. 
and I'm able to control myself a lot better now than I used to because I have a deeper understanding of how my moods cycle and flow. It's, it comes with seasons. Um, I understand what happens to my mindset when I don't get enough sleep. Like I have a very intimate and deep understanding of myself through years and years of introspection, almost like I'm looking at myself in an enclosure, you know what I mean? And I'm on the other side of the glass, watching, observing, taking notes. So number one, how to reinvent yourself is to understand yourself through deep introspection, using journaling or voice notes or something as a tool to track and measure, right? Number two is a deep analyzation, analysis, sorry, a deep analysis of your habits and a deconstruction of your habits. So a deep analysis and a deep deconstruction of your habits. Your habits will make you or break you. What you do daily and how you do it is you can't change anything until your habits are in alignment with what you say you want and the person that you want to be. Everybody wants to be special. Everybody wants to be rich. Everybody wants to have abs and everybody wants to be sexy and everybody wants to have the money. Everybody, blah, 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 blah. Everybody wants to have a good relationship in their marriage. Everybody wants to be a good father and wife and mother and blah, blah, blah. But very few people have the habits to back it up. So the second place you need to look is your habits. Your habits and deconstruct your habits. And a good way to do this is, again, through journaling. So you need to deconstruct the bad habits and replace them with good habits. Replace staying up late with going to bed early. Replace drinking bullshit soda with electrolyte water. Replace the Twinkies with a steak. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to tell you how to change habits. It should be obvious, but you know, your, your habits. Number three, you need to be aware of how you react to things emotionally, what your initial knee-jerk reaction is to things. What your initial knee-jerk reaction, you can't change yourself if you're always reacting the same way. Does that make sense? So you need to spend time focusing on controlling your knee-jerk reactions. What do you do when somebody pisses you off? What do you do when something doesn't go your way? What's your default when XYZ happens, right? You need to start to learn how to control your knee-jerk reactions and change them, right? When somebody gets me, when somebody gets me mad, I just immediately flip out and I go for the throat, right? That's how I used to be. Now I stop, take a breath, I think, okay? I think things through. I don't jump down people's throats like I used to. I'm, I'm a lot more methodical now than I used to be when somebody upsets me. Much more. So you need to, number three, you need to deconstruct your emotions and knee-jerk reactions. Number four is you have to have a clear vision for who you want to be and how to get there. So who, what does the ideal version of you look like, sound like, act like, behave like, shit, what do they smell like? <laughs> you know what I mean? What does the ideal version of you behave like? Who, what do they look like? Like you got to have the vision in your mind. It's like I have a vision of what my compound 
should look like. And many people have visions of what they want their cars and houses to look like. But what about the vision of yourself? What do you want you to look like? You're not going to get any of those other things if you look like shit. And I'm not just talking about physically. I'm talking about you internally as well. Spiritually, mentally. So you need to have a clear vision of what you want to be like. And a clear roadmap of how to get there. Okay, I want to be a more honest person. I've struggled with honesty in the past. My parents, let's just, this again isn't me, but let's just say this were you. Um, my parents were very harsh on me as a child. You know, my dad beat me. So as a result, you know, I, I learned to lie to get out of trouble. And that's carried over into my adult life. Let's just say that's you. Okay. I want to become a more honest person now. What do I do? Okay, I need to get closer with God first off. So I'm going to spend X amount of time every day reading the Bible. I'm going to spend X amount of time in prayer. And I've noticed that I stay on track when I go to church. So I'm going to make sure that I go to church every single Sunday. Boom. That's going to make you a more honest person. you got to have a game plan. you got to know how to get there. You know, and the last thing to wrap this up is you need to change the story that you're telling yourself. You need to change the story that you're telling yourself. Many of you uh, tell yourself very negative things all day long and you wonder why you feel like shit. You know what I mean? It's no, it's no surprise. You need to change the story that you're telling yourself every day. You know, we have how many thoughts a day? 500,000 thoughts a day or something? You know what I mean? How many of those are positive and negative? How often are you saying good edifying things about yourself? Or how much are you just dwelling on your shortcomings and pitfalls and all these other things and beating yourself up? Perhaps the most despicable thing in a man is a man that beats himself up. The world is going to do it for you. You don't need to do it yourself. The world is already going to crush you. You don't need to be sitting around reinforcing the ass beating that the world is giving you. And at the end of the day, I think that many men do this because they expect somebody somewhere to feel sorry for them. I don't feel sorry for you at all. I don't care what's happened to you. I don't care if you were abused. I don't care if you were raped. I don't care if you were thrown in a drawstring bag in the river. Obviously, it sucks that those things happened, right? Obviously, I will show you compassion and empathy. But... I don't care to hear about that all the time, right? And that's going to sound very harsh, and I'm sorry if it does, but many of you need to hear this. If we're close and if you're confiding in me, I, obviously I want you to talk about your feelings and your emotions and what you've been through. It's when you start to use it as a crutch. Well, X, Y, Z happened to me when I was a kid. Okay, got it. Let's see. You know, how can we work through this? How can we talk to this? How can I help you and support you? Blah, 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 blah. Well, we come up with a game plan. We start moving forward. And then next week you get off your game plan and you blame it again on your childhood. And then the week after that you off your game plan. Well, I had a lot of anxiety because, you know, what, I, what happened to me. Blah, 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 blah. It's just, when are you going to stop using it as a crutch, man? It's like people get out of the abuse and they don't ever let the abuse get out of them. It's like your dad's still beating your ass to this day. He's been dead 15 years and your dad's still beating the shit out of you. Or that man that abused you when you were a little girl 
is still abusing you to this day even though he's dead or in jail or a thousand miles away. People hold on to their pain and they allow it to dominate their lives. And they give all their power away to those who cause them the pain. And they don't realize that they have all the power and the strength now to make a change for the better and give a big F you to those people or person that hurt you in your past. Whether it was a friend or family member or stranger, it doesn't matter. But the longer that you continue to use these things as an excuse and as a crutch to justify your lack of discipline and commitment, to justify your lack of fortitude and strength and resolve, the longer that person owns you, the longer those circumstances own you, Growing up poor isn't an excuse to stay poor. It should be a reason for you to want to be wealthy and change your your children's lives. Make them have a great life. Growing up in an abusive household isn't an excuse to abuse others. It should be a reason for you to become such a strong person for others that they lean on you and trust and confide and love you and look to you for guidance. All these people walking around with thousand pound weights on their backs. And all they have to do, all you have to do is put it down. That's it. That's all you have to do. There are many things that I've had to put down in my life that were weighing me and tearing me and pulling me towards Hades. Hell. And does, do they, every once in a while, do I get tripped up a little bit? Every once in a while, do I snag my foot on that weight? I put it down, but I'm still walking circles around it. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. But I'm not carrying it with me every single day like many of you are. And I'm certainly not using anything that I've been through as an excuse to justify bad behavior. I've had, just even in recent years, people do some foul, nasty, mean, horrendous things to me. Horrendous things. Liars, cheaters. I've been through the ringer over the past three to four years. Threats and all this other stuff. But I don't use that as an excuse to be a bad person to others. I use it as a reason to be the best person that I can to others. To continue to be loving and caring and giving. Even though those that I was loving and caring and giving to stabbed me in the back repeatedly. Tried to kill me. Tried to take me out of the game permanently. And of course that failed. You can't take me out of the game, motherfucker. But uh, I ain't going anywhere. Like I said, what do I always say? I'm like a jacked cockroach. <laughs> you can't kill me. I could survive Chernobyl. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, you got to let it go. I'm home now. Love you. Let's have a great day. Reinvent yourself. Don't be a bitch. Bye-bye.